It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in the third and final hour here on Wednesday morning. Had to look at the computer to know what day it is. Having that kind of week. As you know, today is Wednesday, so that means Mayor John Mitchell will join Marcus and Chris this morning on South Coast Now coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. So any questions you may have for the mayor, be prepared to bring those in the 11 o'clock hour Uh, I'm still getting a lot of app chat messages regarding the South Coast tonight decision. I will reiterate, you can ask me all the questions that you want about it, but I will reiterate that if you want to know anything about it, email Michael Rock, rock at fun107.com. As I said, I don't make these decisions. So uh, these, these came from higher up. You can refer to him and he will give you the answer. I would have him come in and tell you, except he's on the air. So he's uh, doing his own show over there now. So you can email him, rocketfun107.com, if you have any questions or concerns about that move, and uh, and he'll be able to address it better than I can. So the tease that I gave before the um, news break was I said, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who extreme coupon. I've seen it. I've seen a lot of my friends do it. I've seen a lot of people that I'm friends with on social media do it. And I get it. Listen, if I had the time and the space, I might do it because I love a good bargain. I love going out and getting a great deal. But, you, you know, when this became a trend years ago, at the time I was married and I tried to get my wife into it because she was very good at couponing. And I said, we should do this. Like, we should clear out the basement and start collecting these things. And then, you know, we will have a backlog of the things that we need. Now, I I was nervous about, because some people go out and they do this extreme couponing and they buy these items and then they resell them. And I was nervous about that. I was like, I don't know if we should do that because, I don't know, there's like, Weird laws about things like that. We'd have to really look into it to see if it's if it's legal to go and buy things at a discount and then turn them around if you're not a a licensed retailer. I was like, but you know, at the very least, like let's go out and get all the stuff that we buy and pay pennies for it. That sounds like a good idea to me. If all it means is we have to clip a bunch of coupons. And it just so happens that I am related to people in the newspaper business and was in the newspaper business myself and may have had access to extra coupons after all the Sunday papers were delivered, right? So it seems like it was a good, smart plan. We didn't get into it, mainly because we didn't want to have to, you know, create the space in the basement to do it. And uh, it just seemed like a lot of trouble. 
But some people have done it and done it very well. Some people have done it to the point where, you know, they are experts in it and can go on extreme coupon challenge TV shows and write books about it and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't think that, you know, we could get to that level. I don't think we were going to be walking into stores and having them owe us money. But I thought maybe we could have some significant savings. But it didn't, you know, like I said, we didn't really get into it. Uh, still, she was very good at utilizing coupons to, to knock down prices. I want to use coupons. I really do. But I don't plan my shopping. I just decide I'm going to go over to the store and get some things. And then I don't even decide what I'm going to buy. I just buy some things. Like yesterday, I walked into, I decided to go into Shaw's on the New Bedford Dartmouth line. I hardly ever go there, but I happen to be in Dartmouth and I was out. I have to go to a wedding on Saturday. So I went out to get some clothes to wear to the wedding because none of my clothes fit me anymore. And so I needed to get something that I could wear on Saturday where I wouldn't look like a total slob. And on the way back, I was like, you know what? I never go to Shaw's. I'm going to stop in Shaw's and I'm going to see what they have. Maybe get some nice, nice steak or something. Get a good deal. And I did get a good deal. I got some stuff with the, you know, the yellow sticker. Manager special. That's how I live. But I was thinking about this story and how many people really do this. And I'm looking around at some of the carts and seeing like, do people have multiples of an item? Because this story is a little bit of, this is extreme couponing gone illegal because they were creating counterfeit coupons. Now, today's day and age, when I was younger, uh, you know, I did couponing when I first moved out on my own because my dad did it when I was younger. He used coupons, five kids to feed. You know, he, it was a necessity. And he had his little coupon wallet, like this little folder thing that he would bring with him into the store. And on Sundays, we would help him go through the circulars and cut out the coupons that he, of things that we wanted. And I would watch him work, and, and he always did pretty well with it. So when I moved out, I was like, I'm going to do that because I'm going to save money. And I did for a couple of years. But I was never really, like, over the top with it. I might get, oh, I'm going to buy two boxes of this. I'm going to save 40 cents. Okay. And then you just hope that you do that with enough products that that 40 cents turns into four or five bucks. But this was around the time that the extreme couponing really started to become a thing. And then the stores started cracking down on it because there were people who were printing their own coupons. Now it's, it's pretty easy to do that stuff now. You know, back in those days, you were rich if you had a color printer at your house. Now everybody has one. And everybody can mock up their own coupons and in Photoshop and Canva and all those kind of things. So what happened in this particular case was interesting. The DA's office laid out exactly what they did. It was two women from Taunton, uh, Jacqueline White and Crystal Davis. They stole nearly $27,000 in products over the course of just a couple of months. And now they've both been indicted, allegedly, by the way, I should say allegedly. They've both been indicted now on multiple fraud charges. And multiple uh, larceny charges, I should say, rather. 
So what they would do, and, and the way this came about, by the way, which I found this to be the, the most fascinating part, is the Hingham police and the Abington police teamed up on the investigation and brought in a group from Florida called the Coupon Information Center. It is a nonprofit organization that fights coupon fraud. So they're a watchdog group that keeps an eye on whether or not people are legally using coupons. Bet you thought nobody was paying attention, right? So it's alleged that White and Travis entered numerous stop-and-shop grocery stores in Massachusetts between March 10th of this year and June 2nd of this year using counterfeit coupons to steal $26,547 worth of products. And those stores were located in New Bedford, North Dartmouth, Quincy, Weymouth, Raynham, Plainville, Whitman, Abington, Pembroke, Norwell, Hingham, Sandwich, Brockton, East Providence, Rhode Island, and Pawtucket, Rhode Island. They were going all over the place doing this. And they were purchasing counterfeit coupons from social media. They were going on places like Facebook and Dropbox to purchase these counterfeit coupons, which means somebody else is creating these and then sharing them with them for, for a fee. And then they would go into Stop and Shop and they would use those coupons and the cashiers wouldn't catch on. They bought items like beverages, laundry detergent, hygiene products, and dishwasher soap. They, this, is, this is just one example. March 10th, they walked in and purchased 366 items worth $1,658. One, one shopping trip. They purchased 366 items and paid $3.28 for everything. The DA's office said that their coupons were high quality with barcodes and graphic designs that mirrored legitimate third-party coupons. Then they would take those items that they just purchased for $3.28, bring them home, put them up on Facebook, and sell them to people at a deep discount. So why not? You only paid $3.28 for everything. Why not sell those things at a deep discount? Caller, I'm going to get to you in one second, but let me just give you the list of what they purchased over the course of those three months. 300 bottles of fabric softener, 56 bars of bath soap, 188 bottles of fabric softener, 226 bottles of laundry detergent. I bought laundry detergent last week. I couldn't believe how much it is now. I bought the cheap stuff and it's 10 bucks. So imagine if you're getting, you know, like tied. 219 cans of air disinfectant, 135 bottles of hand soap, 22 skincare products, 130 air fresheners, 275 cases of antibacterial wipes, 34 bottles of mouthwash, 34 packages of paper towels, 26 toothbrushes, 21 tubes of hand cream, and 158 bottles of dish soap. I wonder if they must have rented a storage space or something, or they must have had their garages packed to the gills because that's a lot of stuff. And they obviously knew what they were doing. They didn't realize it wasn't a case, you know, again, allegedly. But it doesn't sound like it's a case of, oh, we bought these coupons from somebody who was selling coupons. We didn't know they were counterfeit because otherwise, would you really be going to all these stores all over or just going to your local stop and shop? And did they, let me look at that list again. Did they go to the Taunton stop and shop? Ah, wisely. <laughs> they did not go to the stop and shop in their own town. Nor did they come to the Fairhaven one either because they know we're watching them. They know we're looking right out the window. We would have seen them. 
508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi, Tim. I know this is a case of crime doesn't pay, <laughs> but I don't feel too sorry for the supermarkets because there's this plot against people who are not technologically, I can't say it, savvy because of the digital coupons. Mm-hmm. And you can get things much cheaper with a digital coupon. And I just wish the stores would just say, forget it, and just lower the prices. Because you know the grocery stores are doing okay. So uh, you know? from from my understanding, the and this, this might be wrong, but this is what I was told years ago. From my understanding, the stores don't really lose money by doing the couponing because the... The manufacturers will reimburse them what the discount is for some of those coupons. Right. And so people who are not savvy with their phones or something, something, they're the ones who are not getting the benefit of the lower price. Um, I just think it's awful. I think it's awful that a lot of senior citizens, I shouldn't stereotype, but a lot of senior citizens might have trouble doing that, um, myself included. <laughs> and, uh, and I just feel like just lower your prices. It kind of really makes me angry um, that we have to play those games. It's well, like that, wasting everyone's time. If that makes you angry, you're really not going to like my take on this. I Uh-oh. I think that, you know, we can't, like society's progress shouldn't stand aside because some people can't keep up with that progress. So Damn. I think I think digital coupons is, is something that has to happen. I also think they could still offer, you know, there's no reason not to say, offer the same coupons in a physical form. So, yeah, that, that I, I go along with, but I think that it's um, some sort of discrimination when they do the digital coupons. My guess and, is uh, they, they, they can do that because then they're not paying the printing cost to have the, the coupons printed up. Right. Right. But I just think it's highway robbery. That's my two cents worth. And, and keep in mind too, that the coupons, so there's a difference. The coupons that are, again, from my understanding of it, the coupons that are put out, by stop and shop, say, for example, are the ones that you will find in their circulars um, mm-hmm. or the ones that they will print on their receipts or whatever. The ones that you get in the Sunday paper that are just a coupon mm-hmm. thing, those are printed out by the manufacturers, actually a company that they pay to do that. So they, they can be used in any store. So I think, you know, the, 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 the stores, individual stores themselves probably like the digital coupons themselves because they have a better tracking of it that way as opposed to just right. putting out paper right. coupons and then trying to count what comes back. Right. The other thing is, is be careful when you're buying meats at um, the grocery store because I've come across a lot of um, meats that are past their due date mm-hmm. or their sell-by date. And I think that somebody's going to get sick in some of these supermarkets that are not paying attention, like the ones that got rid of all their butchers. They might be in trouble someday. You see, I try, I try and always check the date and I, you know, I give it a visual check. Um, mm-hmm. But one one thing, I mean, I'd much rather prefer to go to the butcher shop and, you know, first of all, get better quality for my money. But I don't always think to go when they're still open. So I'm driving home right. at six thirty, seven o'clock at night and I'm like, I got to get something to eat and I'll stop and get those. But I, I always check them over um, because, you know, it, it it doesn't even have to be that they're trying to sell something that might be. It just might be somebody missed it, you know, when they were clearing out right. the stuff that was old, they missed it and left it on the shelf by accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes a lot of the supermarkets around here have refrigeration problems because you can see, like, wet paper towels all over the floor. Yeah. And it's a more than one-time occurrence. And when that's happening, you're decreasing the, um, you know, the health of your meat or whatever. You know, your frozen foods are not going to be as good for you if they 
had a chance to get slightly thawed. I, I won't say what store it is, but I bought some, uh, you know, the pre-sliced deli meats, like the Oscar Mayer yeah. deli meats. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. when I opened it up, there was like a thick coating of slime on it. I was like, well, that's not just that's not just a matter of the refrigeration went down today. That's something happened over the course of, of many days for that to happen. So, yeah, yeah I right. agree. And okay, now that I've thoroughly you. grossed you out, <laughs> have a good Bye. day. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. I believe so. Only you know for sure. Okay, you're, you're complaining about coupons, right? I'm not complaining what about, about them. No. What about all these Indian stores around here who go in there and they buy tons and tons of soda and they take it and they sell it in their store? Well, I don't, I, don't, the price? I don't think you need to point out the fact that it's Indian people yeah, that do it. Lots of people do it. Out. People around here need to pay attention. Have a nice day. All right. Thank you for the racist phone call. Uh, hold on here. It, it it's that doesn't just happen with Indian people that own stores. That happens with a lot of people that own stores. They go in there and they buy things and they sell it in their own store. That's how a lot of stores survive is by buying things at a discount rather than buy theoretically they should be able to buy them from the wholesaler cheaper, but it doesn't always work out that way. But to call in and say, What about all these Indian stores? You know, next time you call and do that, I'm just gonna hang up on you. 508-996-0500. Let me squeeze in one more before I got to take a break. You're next on WBSM. Well, on the other hand, <clears throat> some of these stores, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, they charge double what you might at one of the bigger chain grocery stores, mm -hmm. but they're in people's neighborhoods and some people can't pay for transportation to get to the bigger stores. Like I know downtown, um, at one point, I don't know what's up now, but they, they had no no storage. And there's lots and, you know, a lot and a lot more housing downtown than there used to be more recently filling in. And those people had to trek to wherever the closest store was. So, uh, you know, if there's a store and it opens up and it's there and you pay twice as much, but you don't have to haul your stuff from, you know, like I think in some ways it's convenient for seniors to have little locally grocery stores like that. Yeah. And apparently it's legal for people to go in and buy loads of stuff at the discount rate and then upcharge for it at their stores. But like, but if, you know, you, I mean, like if you look at the Walgreens uh, <laughs> over there about the octopus, you know, they, they try to carry a variety of items because they know a lot of people that's, that's almost their grocery store for them, you know? Right, right. So, you know, it's like, yeah, maybe it's Whatever they're upcharging for it, but apparently but, it's legal. Well, and but apparently also, it's convenient. So. Also, too, like don't make the mistake of thinking that because a store like that charges more than it might be somewhere else that they're price gouging either. They might not have right. the wiggle room and what they pay to get that item to be able to to offer it as cheap right. as some other what places I'm can. You're definitely going to get a better deal maybe at Market Basket, but you got to deal with you know whatever they're a chain. It's, right. You know, it's just how it works. I mean, if you own hundred stores and you distribute the cost over all of those. You can buy in bulk and all and on and on. It's just the way it works. But um, what I was going to say about the digital coupons is, you know, you used to have to, if you had your little, like, swiper card thing at the grocery stores. So sometimes you jump around for deals to different stores. Now you've got to get that little card. Now everybody has your phone number, address, whatever it is that they ask for. But now they've got you signing up for that. And so I did ask. You know, but obviously they... They think you might just come in for the sales. They want to know. So I asked. I went to the customer service and I said, what's that all about? And, and he admitted to me at the customer service 
happened to be at Stop and Shop, um, that it is. I said, is, are they just tracking everything we buy, what time of day we buy it? Because you would think inventory and restocking and, you know, keeping track of their own stuff, they would know, obviously, how much of a product they sell, whether or not to continue to reorder that. But no, they want to know what specific people are buying, which yeah, I don't they, understand well, why they're tracking are, are, you know, buying habits. Then what, what they'll do is they'll send you coupons that are, des, you know, designed just for you. So they'll send you coupons for the things that they right, know that you come back and buy. Convenience. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way it's just for our convenience. Not because I'm a conspiracy theorist. But no, but it's data, it's data, it's, it's data collection for the, for their purposes of marketing. It's, that's data collection. I mean, everybody's collecting your, and that's the thing. Everybody's collecting your data all the time. When you walk into a store, say you walk into a furniture store, your phone just alerted a bunch of uh, businesses that you walked into a furniture store. So then they know that you are shopping right, for furniture. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, maybe I'm just way too old for things the way they are, but it's like, I like a little anonymity as I go through life. I don't necessarily want everybody to know no, I get what it. I'm buying, who I'm buying it for. So, so a lot. And then if you go to like four different stores, you got to do it for everyone. So I'm like, do I want, do I want the bargain or do I want to be able to maintain, you know, some anonymity? Yeah. I mean, not that I'm like, yeah, I just look at it as like, I'd rather have the deal. I'll give up some privacy to save a little money. I got to hold you there just because I got to take yeah, a break. Okay. Thank you for the call. I got to take a quick break and then we'll be back with the new free. All right. System. Right. Um, but and, and what I found, too, is that most of them are really good about it. Like if I go up to the register and say, hey, this coupon's not showing up, they say, oh, it's all right. We'll give you the coupon price anyway, even though it hasn't shown up yet. So, yeah, I, I haven't had that experience. They, well, they, told, they, they, they tell me that I have to pay the full price for it. Because oh, I, didn't, I didn't put it on my phone. Maybe. maybe because I'm older, they think I'm old and stupid, but I'm not. I think maybe they're just afraid of me because they're like, oh, I don't want to keep this this fat guy from getting his food. He might get angry, tear us apart. Well, they shouldn't let this lady get angry either. <laughs> You'll turn into the Incredible Hulk when you get angry. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope I hope that uh, you know at least this, they fix this system up a little bit so that you can get access to those coupons easier. Because it sounds like you're trying. It sounds like you're trying to do it with the digital coupons. So yeah, because you have to do it either for for gas or for for groceries. You have to put down what you want it for. I've never, I've never got my gas thing to work since I got my, you know, since my wife and I are no longer together. I got my own Stop and Shop account, and uh, and ever since I started it, the, the the points never show up for the gas. That's because you don't have it programmed on your phone. That's what they told me. That's so I, I get my gas now at BJ's and it's cheaper anyway. I go to Cumberland Farm, save ten ten cents on every gallon. Yeah, right. So, all right. Thank you for the call. You have a good thank day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. And 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. I'm spooky. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Well, I'm hanging in there. Hey, uh, Tim, I watched uh, Greater Boston one time, and there was just a group of young people who lived in a poor area around Boston. I forget which um, town or city or whatever. And uh, they took their cell phones, and they went into a affluent area of, around Boston, and they took some pictures of prices and stuff like that and then of certain commodities. And then they took the same commodities, went into their poor area. And do you know that in the poor area, the same commodity was actually more expensive? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, and this was stop and shop. I'll say who it was, okay? And uh, they tried to contact stop and shop for comment. There was no comment, you know, that sort of stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, 
We're lucky we got market basket around here because most of the people I see are there. And if market basket ever closed down, I think people would be in a lot of trouble paying, uh, you know, uh, a dime for their, for their, you know, bags and stuff like that, which I think is outrageous, you know. So, uh, again, uh, you know, and then we're talking food here, you know. The other thing, too, is downtown. I, I'm surprised no one has tried to put in a, a general store down there or something or a grocery store, an old-fashioned grocery store, just so the, the uh, elderly down there can have access and not have to go to Walgreens. Yeah, I would think that, um, you know, if you look at I know they have the family dollar down there, and they have some stuff, but it's not like a grocery no, store. It's not a grocery store. You know, you would think that there would be somebody who would come in and say, we could offer more of a variety of items. And maybe... Sure. Maybe, I mean, maybe it could be somebody who does specialized things at a higher price, like, you know, like the general store that just opened up in downtown Plymouth, something like that. Mm -hmm. But at least it would give people an option to be able to get something. Yes, and, and uh, I think there are a lot of elderly that live in those high-rises down there. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, no, I believe you're right. Yeah, and, and maybe they don't have access if they don't have a, uh, a family member to take them by car to market basket or something. They could get some of that stuff, you know. Even... You know, uh, I know it's you're know, talking about things being rancid after being kept for a while, but even if it was, uh, you know, day-old bread that they can't sell and bring it down there at a cheaper price, I, I think in New Bedford there used to be a, a day-old store uh, somewhere around uh, where uh, Church Street is there, and a lot of people used to go there to get some of their, um, you know, their foodstuffs. Yeah, like I used to go to the, there was a hostess store. Yes. And a Wonder Bread store in Wareham, not that far from the diner that I worked at. Yeah, yeah. And we would we would get stuff for the diner there sometimes. Yeah. But you know, you know, if we ran out and we you know couldn't get quick, yeah, yeah. So, but I I started so I started going there and doing all my regular shopping there yeah, because yeah. you know we went through it fast enough that it didn't matter. Tell me, Spooky, uh, with this change in the the uh, South Coast tonight, uh, are you still going to be doing your Spooky show on on Saturdays, or is that going to be uh... when when we get back to it? Yeah, the, the the Saturday it's this is only a weeknight change, so the Saturday won't be changed. But I have to, um, and obviously, you know, if there's uh, when we get into the Saturday night, you know, college football games that we have to carry, that might keep us off the radio. But yeah, we should be coming back from hiatus on that show probably sometime in September. Well, I'll tell you, I enjoy the local programming. Mark Levine, I could you know I could take without you know. And uh, uh, all those, um, with those shows, uh, do they pay you guys to put them on, or do you have to pay them to put them on those uh, those uh, syndicated shows? Well, a lot of it is, you know, they they they're getting their advertising in as part of it. So we get some of the advertising spots, they get some of the advertising spots, so it, it benefits them. So a lot of the times, it's it's you know just that type of a beneficial contract. But who pays who? You pay them, or they? Pay well, we we have to pay to be part of a satellite service overall. Okay, I see. I see. Like we've 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 got to and as as we learned we've got to invest in all the equipment that we need and all the filters and all the updates and upgrades all the time too. Well, again, I enjoy your local shows, the syndicates. I could care less about you know as far as I'm concerned, uh, but I do enjoy uh, your local you know emphasis and stuff like that. And the more of that you can do if it's feasible, I th I'm sorry to see South Coast tonight go. I think. Uh, uh, you know, um, Marcus and uh, McCarthy had that, that going pretty right when they were doing it. If someone was like that and keeping the focus on what's going down, on down at the uh, city council right that night and you're having somebody call from there and everything, I, I think that was very good. But I realize, too, Marcus and McCarthy are, you know, two people who have, uh, you know, some political connections and they're able to maybe um, service that type of program better than most hosts. And there's nothing against Jessica, nothing 
I'm not knocking it right, at all. Right, right, no. yeah. It's just it's it's more in there. That stuff is more in their wheelhouse. But I'll tell you this, and I haven't told Marcus and Chris this yet, but Marcus came into the studio, so he's going to find out now. Mm-hmm. Still have plans to have election night coverage. Oh, that that that's that's been great. Especially, I think you had it without any. Uh, interruption of uh, commercials and stuff like that am i right am i wrong hopefully if we can do it maybe not for the preliminary we'll be able to yeah. do that but hopefully we can do that you know going forward but yeah. uh, uh i think that um i think that we'll definitely want to keep that aspect of what we're doing well again i like your local emphasis because again we don't have a newspaper anymore it's a shame and you guys are the only uh, uh way that we can find out what's going on locally in the area we'll keep doing it okay guys okay. thank you okay take care and uh, I do have to take a break. Caller, hang on. We'll get to you as soon as we come back, but we'll be back in a few minutes. All right. Welcome back in. Let's go right back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, Tim, I think uh, as listeners, I know for me, we, we tend to forget um, that you guys are a business. You know, and you got you to gotta do what you got to do to to stay um, at least profitable. I mean, because if you're not making money, uh, the bosses aren't going to be happy. So, it's you know it's unfortunate that we're losing Jessica, but at night, but uh, it is what it is. We just have to deal with it and take the best out of uh, the daytime uh, uh, shows that you have on. I guess um, just to look at the stop and shop issue, though, I think you made a great point that um, the ridiculous need to have a you got to have a cell phone if you want to shop at stop and shop. And most people do, but. You have to um, carefully manage the way you shop. If not, you're you're vastly overpaying for stuff that's on price, uh, on sale. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why. Um, and, you know, it's, of course, Stop Jump's a huge corporation, but look how successful Market Basket is. I mean, it's very rare you go on Market Basket when it's not busy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. constantly busy, fully staffed all the time. Um, I, I'm not sure why Stop and Shop can't do that, but uh, again. It goes back to being a business, and they run it the way they want, and sometimes uh, businesses don't make good decisions, and I think Stop and Shop needs to relook at the way they're doing business because um, they're just not good. You know, and, and I'll just give you an example. If we're going to have a contest where we say, and you can only enter on the app, you know, you can only enter on the app if you want to enter in to win this contest. Well, the, you know, the dirty secret of that is legally we have to have a way for you to enter if you don't have the app. And you could always yeah. write in to us and send us, and it says that we're all in the rules that are on our website for the contest. You could always send us a, uh, an envelope and we'll send you uh, an entry form and have to go through all those steps. Now, nobody ever does that. They all just download the app. But we have to have those things exist. I don't know why if they want to have the digital coupon set up, why they can't also have that option where, yeah, you can get them, but you have to go to the service desk and ask them for the printout of the coupons and then they'll give them to you. So, you know, then you don't have to like have them out and print a million of them, but at least you have them there if people want to be able to use them but don't have the access. If they were smart, they just could put the price to what the price is and be done with it. People get so, you know, confused and aggravated. you got to buy three of these and four of these to get the discount. It's, it's, um, it's confusing. Well, it goes back to high school where they had those, uh, those word problems. If, if you're not good at doing word problems, you're in trouble. It's shopping with the coupons. I, I don't know that we can blame the stores directly for that. I think part no, of that has to do not. with the manufacturers of the items and when, when they decide to offer those discounts themselves. So I think right. that that does play a part of it. And I also think there's something to be said about wanting to go in there and do the bargain hunting and, and, and have the gimmick of coming in and saving money. I might not go buy that product if I wasn't getting 45 cents off. But if you look at the gimmick and then you look at the, the, the customer count between Market Basket and... I mean, I, I saw... I shop at the South End New Bedford Stop and Shop. It's dead. It's always dead. I, 
I'm worried they're going to close it. You know, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of business there. Um, so if you compare the two, I mean, I don't know. they got to rethink it. They, yeah. They, they need to do something. So, all right. Take all right. Care. Thank Go you. Thanks. Have a good day. Yeah. yeah, there's quite a few. I've been trying to go to all the different supermarkets in the area, and there's there's quite a few, especially the stopping shops, where you say, why, why is this place open? Like, if it wasn't for the fact that people that live nearby have to go there to shop, and, you know, if they take a cab, they don't want to be taking a cab across the city. Uh, but otherwise, you say, well, like, why? The, the stop and shop in Dartmouth. The stop and shop over on King's Highway. Like, I, I haven't been into the one on the south end. But you go into those and you say, why, why do these stores exist? First of all, they look like something from out of the late 70s, early 80s. Like, there hasn't been an effort put in to upgrade them. And, and, and why? Why? Anyway, got to take a break. Back in a This show is breakfast for your mind. Breakfast is over because uh, I am just about out of time. But stay tuned because Marcus and Chris are here with South Coast Now. Of course, it's Wednesday. They're going to be talking with Mayor Mitchell. Uh, we can get more of the mayor's take on some of the star store developments that have happened and, uh, and some of the other topics of the week. And, of course, your phone calls at 508-996-0500. That'll do it for me for today. I will say, if you want to find out more about this stop and shop coupon scam, maybe some of you are like,